getting ready to seize your first opportunity to come into the ring and start grandstanding and hot-dogging, yeah! I can't help it that I look good, smell good, woo, can't dance all night long. When we speak, our voices are heard, we all say, I bring it. So what's up, everybody? Welcome to Mouse Smack Talk. We're waiting for Masonic Vader. Uh, waiting? We ain't waiting for shit. We ain't we're going live. We're, we're going, going live. We're ready. We're, right we're here. <laughs> the talent is here. Masonic Vader is trying matters. to figure out what's going on. He's having old man syndrome like Vince McMahon coming in and making choices <laughs> for the WWE when he shouldn't be. Um, let's let Masonic Vader do what he does machines. best. <laughs> let's let Masonic Vader do what he does best and stay in the production room. Um, there we go. Mind Freak, how's your week going, buddy? <laughs> Not too bad, buddy. Uh, yeah, I was uh, on assignment last week, had some stuff to take care of, but was able to make sure my picks got in. But overall, pretty good. How are you doing, uh, Bearded yeah. One? You know, I'm not going to lie, I'm having a kind of a what if kind of day. Um, but hey, we're recording. It's recording night. No matter how <laughs> shitty of a day I may have, Wednesday nights always means recording night. So can't yep. go wrong there. Uh, Never go wrong with this. So if night. you guys are listening and watching us on Twitch, then welcome. Appreciate you guys being here. We're going to have a recap show from this weekend's Elimination Chamber. Go over our picks, some thoughts, some reactions, and some announcements this week. Yeah. Had a couple pretty big ones. Big, pretty um, big announcements. Actually, you know, I say we start that first and then we finish up with the uh, with the uh, the picks from this Sunday. Yeah, um, absolutely. So I think what it comes down to. We were talking about this in the past, how it's kind of delayed. Usually right after Royal Rumble, we start getting announcements leading up to WrestleMania weekend. Why? Because WrestleMania weekend always entails the WrestleMania or WWE Hall of Fame ceremony. <laughs> and we finally got our uh, first announcement. And I got two que- I got a question for you, Mr. For, for, Mind Freak. I, I got a question for you, too. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. I am so ready. My my, my next question is... uh, Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, the Generation X proudly presents the new tag team of the world. Road Dog, Jesse James, the badass Billy Gunn, X to the Pack, HBK, Triple H, China. China is finally coming into the Hall of Fame because this year, the very first announcement of the WWE inductees, D-Generation X. Now, I know where you stand. I know where I stand. I know where my Masonic Vader stands. Masonic Vader, when he talks factions, he's talking, you know, the Four Horsemen. Uh, he's talking the Von Erics. Uh, it's because he watched wrestling in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we talk wrestling, we're talking NWO. We're talking the, uh, the Brood. We're talking the Ministry. We're talking the Corporation. But when it comes down to it, no faction is bigger in the Attitude Era than D-Generation X. Well, not even, not even, not even in the Attitude Era. Even like when they did, like you know, like the Raw 1000, and then like the Raw 25 Years and all that stuff. Any oh, you time, mean like when the New Age Outlaws won the tag team championships? That too, like three yeah. years ago. Yeah. Or the same year when DX makes an appearance and Triple H beats Sting at WrestleMania. Yeah, exactly. Like, like we, we, when you think of like factions, like. No other faction stands out more than DX in, in in like within like the last twenty years. Not to take anything away from the Four Horsemen and all the other ones from you know back before our time. And yeah, shameless plug on your age, Vader. Um, 
It was DX. Growing up, it was DX. It was DX versus so-and-so. It was DX versus The Rock. DX versus Stone Cold. Um, New Age Outlaws versus Rock and Sock. Um, just, just so many different things. Edge and Christian, you know. The Hardy Boys at one point were part of it. So so it's not... I mean, yeah, you have your core group of DX members, the ones that are the inductees, but DX has gone through such an well, evolutionary change, too. And what it comes down to, when you look think about DX, you think of DX, there's two essentially two dx groups you mm-hmm. have Shawn michaels dx and then you have triple h's dx and Shawn michaels dx consisted of obviously triple h Shawn michaels china and rick rude you know mm-hmm. which is odd because despite him being in the video montage of the generation x yeah he's not even being announced but i always looked at rick rude as a secondary character um, you, mm-hmm. had your, you obviously had your, uh, your Hunter and Sean and China, and then you had uh, the New Age Outlaws and X-Pac come in too. But then I consider Rick Rude like that secondary tier, you know, triple or uh, Rick Rude, um, Stephanie McMahon, because she was part of DX too. Yeah, she was. You know, back when she was SMH. And we, we can't forget Tori. No. Nope. Tori was a member of D-Generation X. She held the women's <laughs> title before, you know, she was, you know, with, with X-Pac while he had the European title and hardcore title and was with them for a long time, walking the yeah. green and black until she switched to the red and black and and Kane won her heart or whatever it was, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know, then we saw obviously we got the, the, original, the original DX, which was Hunter and Triple H. Uh, our Hunter and Shawn Michaels in uh, China, but then we got Triple H's DX when Shawn went down, you know, mm-hmm. and that's when we got the New Age Outlaws and, and Xbox to go in there. And to be honest, I honestly believe that the DX was the the beginning of you know. Th- there's the there's a cornerstone of the Attitude Era, and that's Austin 316 just whipped your ass. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what people believe to be the, the the starting point of the Attitude Era. Yep. And when it comes down to DX, I think they're a strong cornerstone of the, the the Attitude Era. When you were when we were kids, like look at today, you walk around, you go to any wrestling event, you're gonna see a couple of different things. You're gonna see the Shield, you're gonna see Roman Reigns, you're gonna see the man Becky Lynch, you're gonna see Young Bucks, you're gonna see the Bullet Club. That's what you're gonna see around. When we were talking, when talking about the the DX in the '90s, only thing you ever saw was D Generation X or NWO. Yeah, obviously Stone Cold and Steve and The Rock, and the Rock yeah. too. But you, you the, the two shirts you saw more than anything was NWO yep. and D Generation X. I remember D Generation X clothing because I used to get taken to the office and had to turn my shirt around because on the back of the shirt it had two <laughs> words on it, <laughs> and we all know this, and we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah, um, but. I think it's a well-deserved um, announcement for them. Here's what I think, though. I don't think that we're getting DX because it's time for them to be the WWE or the Hall of Fame. I think we're getting DX because this is their introductory into getting China into yeah. the WWE Hall of Fame. Um, I'm hoping – because if you look at who came out and made the announcement. Triple H. Triple H, who wasn't there with him and is by his side every announcement on every other show. Stephanie. Politics aside, um, yeah. obviously we know that story in that background right there. I think this is the opportunity for them to inter- – they've been mentioning China more and more the last year or so, especially with as big as a women's revolution goes. My thought is if we're going to get Becky versus Ronda for the main event at WrestleMania this year, or even if it's Becky, Ronda, Charlotte, whatever it 
comes down to. We have a women's match headlining WrestleMania potentially. Yeah. What better opportunity to bring China into the WWE Hall of Fame than in the same year and the night before that the women evolution headlines WrestleMania? Oh, absolutely. So I think I think that's what's the they're missing here. Hell, we can game both of them music the same night. But I hope that this is the introductory is them leeway into her coming in as her own. She rightfully deserves that. Uh, and if that happens, we're gonna we already got we're gonna we're already getting Shawn Michaels as a two time yeah. Hall of Famer. Uh, I believe the only other two time Hall of Famer is Rick Flair, uh, Rick Flair right? Because there's yep. nobody else yet. Yeah, I was and, about to I was about to make that point. Shawn Michaels and is the Shawn Michaels will be second. And obviously, when it comes time to it, Triple H will be in there also. Yeah. Uh, now that X, you know this is him being brought brought into Hall of Fame, even as an active roster member, uh, but I think that this is going to lead up to China eventually becoming a two-time Hall of Famer, unless this is their way of getting her in there without having to have a ceremony for her herself. Who knows? I don't yeah. know. Um, either way, DX first announced for the WWE Hall of Fame. It's fantastic. I can't wait to see that speech because you know it's going to be fantastic. Oh, you know um, it is. You know it's a headliner because with all five <laughs> of them up, there's no way they, they're going to be able to keep it to like 20 minutes. It's going to be no. like an hour just for them. How yeah. Road Dog gets that. Road Dog going keep forever. <laughs> you know, so. And what was it? I saw it was after it was after it was posted. It was somebody put the clip from their uh, – their presidential speech thing that they we will no longer say this, 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 or this. Mm-hmm. If they redid that speech, they're not going to, but if they redid that speech but as all fame references, that would be pretty funny. Yeah. That place is gonna go crazy. Anytime oh, you know Road Dog gets on the mic and starts shouting it out. I mean he just did it three weeks ago and everyone yeah. went crazy, you know? Um but if you're not down with DX being inducted to the Hall of Fame, we got two, two words, words for you. For you. And they Suck it! We got two words for you. Damn right. So, uh, <laughs> on to some more news. Um, we had on Raw and SmackDown this week. Actually, we'll get we'll get into that news later. Let's get to our uh, predictions from WWE's Chamber or Elimination Chamber event pay per view on Sunday night. Uh, seven matches. Uh, before we get into the matches, what was your overall thought about the pay per view? Um, overall, I thought it was decent. Like, it could have been better and stuff like that when you think Elimination Chamber compared to what it was last year. Like, last year, Elimination Chamber was, you know, fantastic, phenomenal. This it year... Was, because I was this, there, I remember. Well, yeah, exactly, yeah. This year, it just... It, it. I mean, it was good. I mean, there were some good pops, but it just didn't feel like an Elimination Chamber, like, pay-per-view to me, you know, based on some of the old... You know what we've seen in the past and stuff like that. Just felt, felt a little lackluster. I mean, yeah, there were three eliminate, uh, no, two elimination chamber matches. Yeah. So. Um, okay. Um, I'm gonna di- completely disagree with you on that. I think okay. this was a fantastic card. Um, given some of the matches may could have gone a little differently. Yeah. Um, but I don't think there was a single match on the card that I was disappointed with. Um. You know, you could look at the Ronda Rousey Ruby Riot match, and the fact there's only a minute and forty seconds as a you know unfortunate event. But yeah. I think the story that was told after the match is oh, what yeah, made that, that, that. Oh yeah, which is why I'm okay with that being a you know I don't even necessarily think it was a squash match, even though it was, um, because 
one, nobody expected Ruby Riot to be in a you know grueling match yeah. with Ronda Rousey. Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, but everyone was waiting for. Everyone knew Charlotte was going to be on the ringside. No, I don't think yeah. anyone knew that Becky was going to show up. But no. everyone, I think, was paying attention to that match to see what was going to happen afterwards, and that was yeah. fantastic. Uh, yeah, I will give you that. That was like that was one of the. I mean, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, we all have our own opinions stuff like that based on it. But I mean, there's this like that like. I knew that match wasn't going to be long. I was like, it's just going to be setting up something, especially Sharp being inside. But what, ha- like you said, what happened after that match was it just, you just keep expanding on this elaborate story that you had between Ronda, Charlotte, and Becky. And ladies and gentlemen, in the Twitch chat, give it up for the man, the myth, the old guy that can't figure out what to do with his computer, Mr. Masonic Vader. You oh, know you what? Mean it, you mean this I, guy? Right I actually here wearing almost, the two words suck it? <laughs> I actually almost thought that that was Road Dog Jesse James over there. I know, for just oh, a second. Thank you. Do you have Black a parachute the pants on to go also? No, 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 no. I've actually oh, got slacks on, unfortunately. Sad oh, wow. as it is. This is the uh, so here. Were you just listening yeah. to the show because you were waiting uh, to go change your clothes? So I think it's exactly what it was, to be honest. No, I'll just say that I've had a Steve Weiser or two while I was waiting for this computer to reboot itself. All right. Well, welcome oh, to the show. This is your computer that you were able to go through, too, before. <laughs> oh, we're not going to go there, dude. <laughs> Didn't you see my comments? Load star, comma, eight, comma, one for all you Commodore fans out oh, there. Man. Absolutely. Slightly upgraded. Extra We've, smack, uh... smack talk tonight for uh, for Masonic Vader. No, you got. I've, I've I've been listening the entire time. You guys are rocking and rolling. Let's keep moving and grooving. All right. So uh, we're just talking about our first initial before we get into matches. What was your initial thoughts about the card itself? Uh, I thought the card was pretty good. There was some definite uh, lacking, lackluster performances. By who? Um, By who? Well, okay. So the Ronda Rousey match. I heard you guys start talking about it. Uh, to me, it just seemed like it it wasn't even like a filler. I mean, uh, Ruby Riot didn't even last but five minutes. That was the probably one of the quickest matches I've seen. Whatever. It, it was it was an awfully quick match. There wasn't really anything to it. Um, the women's elimination chamber match was phenomenal. Seeing yeah, Nia Jax. That, yeah. That, that, match, Nia that, Jax match, that match was amazing. That. Yeah. Um, the men's the men's elimination chamber. Whoa, 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 Outside whoa. Of, whoa, 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 You're getting way too far, man. We're going to break it down. We're going to break oh, it down. My bad, my bad. Okay. Just sorry. wanted your initial thoughts, too. you know. I, um, I, I thought I thought it lacked a little uh, firepower from last year's. As okay. I heard, that you you were there. Yeah, I was. Um, I remember that. And, I, you know, I, I was just saying that I thought that this was a damn good solid card. Um, I don't feel like there was any moments in the card where I was like, Wow, how much time do we still have? There was a point where I looked at the clock and I'm like, "Wow, this card's almost over." Like, this does not seem like it's been this fast. Um, so I don't know. I was completely satisfied with it. I was actually thinking that this is one, probably one of the best pay per views we've had in a while. Um, like, I can oh, definitely tell you there was some shock value to that. Absolutely. I mean, with all with all the events prior to that, all the way to the day before. There was, I mean, you and I, all three of us, we were making comments uh, the day before about when certain situations came up uh, with certain individuals, thinking, oh, well, that's a sure bet. And then sure enough, 
hey, look what yeah. happened. So, so we'll uh, uh, let's jump right into the matches then. Uh, pre-show match, Buddy T Murphy with the for the cruiserweight title get defeated Akira Tozawa. Um, I, I mean, we had a clean sweep of Buddy winning the match. I don't think anyone really thought yeah. that Tozawa was going to just dethrone him this early. Uh, I mean, it's given. To, uh, he's had the belt as well since October. Is that yeah. when the game uh, showdown under was? Down under, yeah. Yeah, or the Super Showdown. Super uh, Showdown, yeah. So, so we're going on four months now. I think he's going to retain the belt until WrestleMania. Um, you know, see what happens there. Uh, but I thought that was a pretty decent match. You know, went over 10 minutes. Uh, gave us what we wanted to, you know, what they do for the pre-show. Uh, I personally feel that that should have been on the main card, and we could have put the Corbin and Strowman match on the pre-show. Preach on, brother. Uh, uh, yeah. So, you know, you know, DQ match, obviously we, we all saw what we got. We knew that they were going to get that. Was a surprise that we didn't get no help for Baron Strowman. Uh, but what are your thoughts on that match? Uh, Vader, Vader go, go ahead and jump in on that one. Yeah, so... Uh... You know, we kind of expected it once a no DQ happened. We, we, uh, you know, obviously we picked different kind of ways of doing it, but uh, when seeing everyone come out again, Lashley and, uh, and Corbin and whatnot, uh, with, with the help of Drew McIntyre, it was good to see Drew out there. Uh, it was nice to see the unity of it. I mean, it's kind of cool that they've got a little faction going on, uh, but it was expected. You know, it, it's, it's definitely expected. It, 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 the ending going through two tables, I'm sure that. Probably wouldn't that didn't really do nothing to Braun. It just broke some tables, but it looked cool. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, and you know, they they made a comment like, "Oh, the triple power bomb through tables not done by this group, but done by other another group in the past." Like, really, we don't want let's let the shield die for a moment. Like, come on, guys, yeah. come on, yeah. Michael, you're better than this. <laughs> Maybe he's not. We know he's not. Uh, Mind freak. What are your thoughts on the match? Uh, it's, uh, 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 you know, you know, you know, just, I, I know, I, I think, I, I, what, what Vader said, what Vader, what Vader said, exactly, 100% what Vader said, dynamite dropping, um, <laughs> boom, no, um, I mean, we, we've seen, we've seen Braun and Corbin matches in the past, and like, we, Ugh, I had a thought, and it's just gone now. Give me a second. What were your thoughts on the match? Not the best color comment in the world for nothing. No. No. Damn nope. it, Saxton. Uh, <laughs> I went full Saxton right there. I we'll, totally uh, we'll go ahead and jump into the next match. Then. Yeah. Um, what we're doing, we're going to leave the, the chamber matches until the very end. Cool. Uh, so let's go with the tag team match. You know, we had the Oost, the lone tag team match. The, uh, um, yeah. Despite us getting new Raw tag team champions last week, I would have been okay with them adding that match on there. If we would have added another 10-minute match, this still would have been a card under four hours, and I would have been okay with that. Yeah. So, I, you know, we did – there was obviously three three championships that were vacant from this card, so that kind of brings it down a little bit too, I guess. Uh, but the Usos – Versus the Miz and Shane for the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. Uh, I think out of all the matches, this was by far the the shock fact, the shock yeah. of the night. Um, and yeah, and let's just say it wasn't because of the fact that the, we we talk about all the time. The Usos is the best tag team, uh, the tag team out there right now. They are the best. They have the best. They work together the best. I mean, obviously, they've been around since day one ish, uh, and and they've been rocking it. But man, like we talked about, day before kind of thing, 
I don't know what's going on with WWE because this what that what happened the day before the allegations and whatnot, which they haven't really jumped into much of since, uh, would have eliminated somebody from winning a belt. And it's like they were like, whatever. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to look at it yet, but I'm pretty sure the last time that Jay got arrested, I believe they won the tag team belt right after that at that next event. Also, like the week later. So, I don't know. Maybe it's something going on. Yeah. It, it was Jimmy this time. Um, Total Ballas is coming to a close. Total Divas is going to be coming up. I don't know. I, For all it's worth, it could have been Vince saying, Jimmy, go out there and make some noise. And we'll cover your back. You're still going to get the titles that weekend. you know. And, and who knows? Maybe it's something that's going to feed a storyline because Naomi was involved in it also. Um, they're obviously they're both on total divas. So I don't know. It's, it was surprising because we, I, I didn't think that as much as I thought that they could have won. Um, I didn't think they were going to the belts one because of that, but two, I've been talking about it for months now. I, I thought that Shane and Miz would at least have the belt for at least another month before we started that storyline. And even after the match and come Tuesday night, Still not seen anything of a uh, of a feud that's starting to start with them. So, so they're still buddy well, buddy. Well, I think I think maybe the feud might take place after Fastlane and kind of just lead up something that because no, you know, I, yeah, it'll happen during Fastlane. That's yeah, what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, they got their setup. They got their tag. They got their uh, they got their rematch. They got set for pay per view. What perfect spot would it to be to have the Miz go? Uh, uh, heal again and set up everything, yeah. or go ultimate. Well, I mean, either heal or ultimate face, whichever way to go. Well, he's got to go ultimately. Face. He has to go. If, face. if Daniel Bryan is heel of all heels right now, you can't have heel versus heel. That just doesn't no. make sense. And and yeah, and and it's setting up perfectly because it's going to be in his hometown with his dad being there. That right so, there. That's the yeah. key item. That's the that key they item. made it known and made a fact that his dad is going to be there up front. So. Perfect transition for him for the from Shane to turn and the final be you've disappointed your dad again. Not only you just disappoint me, disappointing your dad. Like what kind of loser are you? You yeah, know, it just writes like, itself. It's like a Vince Russo plan or something, you know. Uh, Woo! No, you had to drop the Vince Russo. My I God. did. I went full Saxon on that Jesus. one, guys. Jeez. Uh but yeah, so Usos, the, the now six-time tag team champions. Um, I believe, it. if uh, I remember correctly, I believe there's only three other tag teams that have had six times. Uh, the uh, Dudley, and one of them, Edge and Christian, um, the Hardys. I believe those are the only three teams. Oh, uh, New Age Outlaws. Yeah, that's what, yeah, New Age. So four. So this might be the I think the fifth team to have six tag teams. Possibly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on. I, I got a fact check next. I know I was looking, I did a tag team countdown the other day. Um, why so. are you looking at up? Not to, not to go off on a tangent since we're talking about things that have been mentioned. Gotta give props to Corey Graves and the announcement team for keeping things kind of like squashed for all the stuff that's going on right now with them, huh? Uh, I, I thought Corey Graves did a good job, uh, yeah. announcing the show. And I and I and it was good to hear that no one jumped on that right now. I'm sure it'll be something that comes out sooner or later. But I don't. Corey Graves did so. a professional job. I mean, if you look at reports that came out after that, apparently the divorce was is already almost final. They're like so, separated or something. And they've already yeah. been separated for like, like three or four months. Yeah, the divorce yeah. is nearly final. 
Like, so it's like, okay, well, I didn't really look into the details of it all. If what happened before it happened or after while the divorce is processing, I don't know. I don't really care. But if that's yeah. the case, then it's like, you know, what I thought was like, here we go. We have, and we kind of got some <laughs> snide comments from, from Renee, but it was like, damn it, Renee, wait, you're talking about this. And we got Mandy Rose out here and Carmela's out there. It's like, really, bro? Really? Yeah. First yeah. man. Yeah, that's the thing that I <laughs> it's like the you, first is, person gets uh, introduced is freaking Carmella. Yes. I just I the, the minute I heard her music drop, I was like, holy crap, they're gonna well, start the show like and this. The last <laughs> team to get announced was Fire and Desire. So it was like <laughs> this is just this is ridiculous. They're, they're, come on, you guys. I wouldn't put it past the WWE to plant this shit. I'm like, hey. We're gonna pay you some money to, to freaking announce this today, and we're gonna we're gonna k- take care of you. Tell your wife you're, that we're gonna take care of her if she leaks this stuff out. Uh, it's just WWE; they do whatever they want. Um, yeah. But yeah, so um, I don't even remember how do we, you're going back to the no, tag no, yeah. teams. So yes, yeah. so they so they will be the five, the fifteen to get the the break the six. Um, New Age Outlaws have six, ENC have seven, Hardy's at eight, and the Dudleys have like ten uh, or nine. They have nine. No, they're at nine. They didn't give they them didn't the ten when they came back. So, uh, yeah, Usos, a team well deserving of having yeah. that, to be in that that group. Um, here's the thing: you look at all the other tag teams; uh, they've all had individual runs and uh, by themselves. The Usos, I feel like, with the exception of like the revival. Um, they're they're like the 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 true tag team, and they've been a yeah, tag yeah. team the entire time they've been on the roster. And I mean, I remember an interview a while back, a couple of years ago, that between Jimmy and Jay, and they were like, "We don't, we if you know, if we were to ever get opportunity to go for a title run or individual, that'd be great." But we we're tag team. This is what we're here for. We came to be tag team. Uh, whether that's that you know that still holds true or not. They, but I don't know that they are a true tag team, and that's what I love about the Usos and the fact they bring it every single time. So well deserving tag team championship uh, from them. We'll see how long they hold it this time. I hope they do hold it for a while. The last couple of times were very small reigns, especially before uh, the New Day started taking it from them. They had a lengthy title run, like a, almost a year and a half, I think it was. It was it was a long yeah, time. Was long, so, uh, we had another championship change hands. One that I think is well past due. And we had Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush for the Intercontinental Championship. Mind Freak started off. <laughs> it was a match, dude. Uh, on, on, wow. It, yes, it was. It was. My, my, just my just like Marty, what Marty said. No. You know, it was a great match. I mean, I it mean, was in a ring. It had a referee. Was a there was opponent versus opponent versus opponent. There was even a couple people in the stands. <laughs> you know what? You know what really made it a match? There was commentators talking about it. Yes. Wow. I. Oh man. Yes. They're, they're moving up in the world. It's not just happening in a gymnasium anymore. Yeah. No. Um. I thought it was a great match. Um. I. I. I I went against my gut feeling with my pick, and for some reason I picked Lashley. Lashley. So just just progress the storyline. Uh, but no, I'm ecstatic that Finn won, and absolutely like you said, you know, it's a long, well overdue title for him to hold. 
I mean, he was the first universal champion, and what a phenomenal match that was with Seth Rollins. And and that's the thing about Finn. He can put up these really high-tier, high-caliber matches. Like, even the one on the very next night, which we'll, I know we'll get into in a little bit later on. Um, overall, I'm, I'm, I'm happy he has the title, and I hope he has a lengthy title run because of the injury. He wasn't able to have a lengthy uh, title run when he first won it. Later. Yeah, I'm excited. He's the top dog in, on Monday Night Raw right now since we don't have a world champion over there. So, And the number one contenders on the uh, the shelf for the moment. Yeah, so you've got Finn Balor running the show, man, and I love it because Finn Balor, unfortunately, at his peak uh, with WWE coming off of NXT, rolling in, winning the championship from Seth Rollins, the sky was the limit for him. And injury put him on the shelf, and it took him two years to get back into the fold of everything. And to give him a belt is well-deserving. That guy has put his, his life, his livelihood, uh, everything on the on the line to keep him back into the – get himself back into the game. Because right now there are a lot of people that could be in that holding that belt right now that are well-deserving, none deserving more than him, though. And I, I think it's phenomenal that they finally gave him a belt. I wish it was the belt. But right now it is the belt until we actually get a champion that shows up every once in a while. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm excited. I think Raw is going to be more exciting now, too. You're going to have some, a championship that's going to be defended every week. Uh, and, and Finn Balor is just the right guy to uh, carry the franchise as uh, things kind of, like, reshelve themselves, you know? That is true. I mean, we've seen him do it twice, both with New Japan. Um, hell, we don't have a Bullet Club if it isn't for Finn Balor. Uh, and then NXT. Uh, Finn Balor has gone two and a half years since his last title. And not only last title, his only title in, on the main roster, which yeah. is just completely ridiculous with the amount of people that have held titles on that roster. Uh, I mean, we got, we got Ziggler holding the IC title like three times last year. Ziggler's had the belt like, like nine times total. You know, it, it's ridiculous the fact that you know, Nakamura's had the U.S. highlight three times this last year. Rusev's had it twice. Uh, you know, and, and Balor, who is a workhorse, who is always putting on phenomenal matches, barely got his first title in, in almost three years. Um, hell, he's already had the title longer than he has Universal Championship. You know, it's fantastic. <laughs> um, but I think, I think especially after the outing he had at the Royal Rumble versus Brock Lesnar, there was absolutely no way they don't put him over against Bobby Lashley. Given he got the pin on Leo Rush, which I think I'm okay with because I think it does two things. One, it gives Balor the belt. But two, it leaves Bobby looking strong because he didn't get the pin. You know, yeah. if I think yeah. if you if he clean pins uh, Lashley, it does damage for Lashley since it's taken Lashley so long to get some positive heat behind him. You know, I mean, look, the first year he was back, we were, what's he doing here? Like, why? Just go away, Bob. We were literally we were calling him Bob. Like, go away, yeah. Bob. You know, so uh, well deserved. Definitely, can't wait to see what he does with that with the IC title. Um, it's going to be and fantastic. I like the fact that Leo. I like the fact that Leo Rush is not – hopefully will get separated because I've never liked this Leo Rush-Bobby Lashley. Did you, it worked for like a week Did you or watch two. Monday? Did you watch Raw this week? I did. Did you see Leo Rush? I saw Leo Rush. I, I, I in and out, dozed a little bit. I'm old. What can okay. I say? But well, I did Leo see Rush, he came out. Ballard is in the did his promo, and while he was in his promo, Leo Rush comes out. Why did Leo Rush come out? To distract Ballard so Bobby Lashley can attack him from behind. 
was also set up for something. Oh, else. but then, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, yeah. I, did I watch Raw? Oh, yeah, right. because uh, I do remember something happening after that too. But we'll get did. into that. He did yeah. destroy him, which is yes. funny because there was a tweet later. Hey, Bobby, answer my calls. Give me a call back on his Twitter <laughs> that day. It was, oh, that was funny. Um, so yeah, yeah I think I think it's I think it's going to set up a lot of things for what we're going to talk about here in a minute. Absolutely. Um, next match we got we have the women. Oh, we we talked about Ronda. We don't really need to hit that again. That was yeah. Good. We can move on with that one. Um, yeah. I will say that the aftermath with Becky and the the crutches against Charlotte and Beatrix. Ronda was amazing. Dude, Dude. <laughs> hey, if you can give Ronda Rousey anything. She takes hits. Yeah. That's the second time that she's been lit up by a foreign object and get cut. She got yeah. tagged on the side and, of the head. You and see the, the fact blood she and came out looking like the fact that she came out looking like her Mortal Kombat character. Oh, uh, dude, coming out Sonya Blade was yeah. yeah. You know, Royal Rumble. She came out looking like the White Power Ranger. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, the one thing I will say is that she does let you know the nerd flag fly, and that's yeah. awesome. I, I will give her that. No, no, um, no. No, no problems with that here. Shoot, <laughs> I mean, we are a wrestling podcast on a nerd channel, so it works out for everybody. Yes, sir. Um, actually, you want to go and get a plug because we have yet to do that, and here we are, forty minutes in. Yes, yes. Thank you very much to Malice Hyphen Corp. I'm not hosting this week, but we got to give them props anyways because they are the the best channel ever. If you haven't checked them out, please. Uh, they have the main podcast Friday nights at 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, they also have a ton of other casts going on. They have the Quest for 100, Nerd, uh, Comics for All, Nerd Mosh Pit. I know there's going to be some new ones coming on this year. Uh, please check it out, malice-corp.com. You can check out all of our old podcasts, really cool articles, a lot of good updated uh, articles on some of the new comic books coming out. And, of course, they do have a cast every Monday night for The Walking Dead as well. So uh, please check it out, malice-corp. Thank you guys so much. Back to the host. Not every night because they didn't do one this Monday. However, there will be a double show next week. So stay uh, tuned. Um, so, yeah, so – Get, well, now we'll get into the two big matches of the card. Um, I, we're actually going to do them in reverse order from the way they showed up in the match, uh, just because one of them was the first time, and we'll leave that one to, to last. Second, the the first or the first chamber we're going to talk about was for the WWE Hemp Title of the World, uh, made of cardboard and wood and whatever else came out of the compost machine. Uh, Daniel Bryan. Defending his title against AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, basically all the heavy hitters, plus Kofi Kingston of the SmackDown <laughs> roster. Um, I say that because after Sunday night, I don't think we can ever consider Kofi Kingston not a heavy hitter on that on that roster. Um we got Daniel Bryan defending the belt and retaining the championship after a lengthy match. It was almost like it was like almost 40 minutes. Um, the last 10 to 15 minutes was probably the best 10 to 15 minutes of the entire card. Uh, once we got to the single one-on-one -on -one between Kofi and Daniel Bryan, I think I don't remember the last time that I was on edge. Like, oh shit! Like, what's going to happen? Like, who is Kofi actually going to win this match? And the fans behind him, the arena was going crazy. It was amazing to watch him get his due. Um, I wish he would have won the title. But 
I don't think we're too far away from that yet. Um, <laughs> Bader, what are your thoughts on the on the EC? Dude, it was it was a very good match. Uh, it wasn't as good as the one we're going to talk about in a minute, but it was very good. And some of the highlights that I liked about it was uh, the fact that no one got eliminated right off the bat, like super fast. A lot of people stayed into it, which was good. Um, well, to go with that, no, in both both chamber matches, nobody was eliminated until all six uh, contestants were involved in the match. Yeah, so that, that will give them that. That was I like that. They yeah. changed it up a little bit too. They put padding on the outside versus the standard just metal. So I guess enough wrestlers complained about that, and they put the padding there. Um, but as far as the match, I the 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 best part about it, yes, was obviously Kofi Kingston. I was actually kind of nervous at the end and at the end of the match, not for the fact that I was hoping that Kofi won. Cause yeah, I was just like everyone else. I was rooting for Kofi to pull it off. Holy crap. It would be, that place would have blew its top. Uh, I, I actually thought for a hot minute that could have been a retirement match, like out of the blue. I mean, the way it ended, the way the fans were, uh, it was almost like they knew something that we didn't. And in all my years of watching this stuff, that's usually the setup for the following night being a retirement kind of like speech kind of thing. So I'm, I'm happy to see that he's gone out and said, hey, I am not going anywhere t- anytime soon. I love this. The best years of my life uh, in wrestling has been recently with the New Day. So, And I'm hoping they really give him the pop because out of a lot of guys who've been in the roster, Kofi Kingston's been a mainstay, consistent never gets injured, shows up every week. Uh, and anytime you see a match, he's out there doing his thing. And it, it's it, it was awesome to see, to get the standing ovation, the cheers, the admiration, uh, the real moment at the end with Big E and freaking Xavier. The, All those right small there. things. That, that real yeah. moment, the fact that Daniel Bryan won the last match of the night to retain the title, left the chamber – and went backstage, and they let Kofi have that moment. That that was big. Like I like you'd mentioned, like that we see that on retirement matches. And I didn't th- I didn't take that for this one bit. I saw it as they realized what just happened this last seven days with Kofi Kingston and how organic the WWE universe has jumped behind him. And they gave him that moment. And that was truly amazing because you don't see that very o- happen very often. And it, it goes to show that wrestling fans now are no longer going to, quote, take it. We're not going to be forced Hulk Hogan as your good guy and King Kong Bundy as your bad guy. We're not going to be for- forced whatever kind of crap that the McBans or whoever's running the promotion is going to throw at us. When you've got a guy like Kofi Kingston who's been mid-card, uh, just above, not headlining anything. Well, he's had his WWE championship. He, he, no, he's had his champ, but for the last, you know, like they say, 11 years, he's been yeah. mid-card, tag team champ. Uh, not even mid-card. He's been tag team and, been, Royal, and Royal Rumble shockers. And, I, yeah. and, I'm, th- and, and yeah. I'm saying individual wrestling. Like, like, in other words, he's not having a title match, individual title match every six months. He hasn't had one in God knows how long. So to see him get that love that he really, truly deserves, there's some guys in the roster that have just taken their licks and need to get there, get that opportunity finally. And he's one of those guys where, hell, it's been 11 years. Time to give the guy his just to. And we were talking the entire time about Xavier being the breakout, and it ends up being Kofi. 
which I think, oh, you know what, before I get to my next point on that, Mind Freak, what are your thoughts on, what were your thoughts on, on that and Kofi and just the chamber itself? So the, 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 everything with Kofi was phenomenal about it because, you know, it's Kofi. It's, and it's like you said, you know, Kofi was Kofi known for some tag team runs and some amazing shockers to the point that this year at the Royal Rumble, all the New Day on their uh, tights and gear and stuff like that had different, uh, different awesome things that Kofi's did. So the fact that, you know, that they're giving this to Kofi, they're letting him run with this and just how, like, how behind the, uh, the universe, the bands are behind him. It, it's, it's going to say a lot because I mean, when you think about it too, I mean, I know we talked about the Usos being like one of the, you know, one of the greatest tag teams out there with the championships and like that. But when you also think, look at it, when you look at one of the other most well-known tag team champions within the last decade or so, New Day is easily up there to be talked about. You know, I mean, five titles. I mean, they held the tag team championships for the longest time. And I know we even talked about it. Like, is this like a couple times like months ago? It was like, are they going to break the New Day up, have them do individual stuff? Or are they going to kind of do like a shield thing where like they can come together, they do individually stuff like that? So we're, we're kind of see that, you know, like, like Vader said, you know, we thought it was uh, Xavier. Nope, it's Kofi. Um, but I will tell you this, though. The one thing I did like, uh, one of the things that uh, that ridiculous RKO Randy hit on AJ. Ooh, absolutely. Oh. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to go to, to follow up with what you were saying, it's here's what I think about that. You know, it's. Obviously, he got his due, and we would always talk about, you know, Kofi or Xavier Woods getting the breakout, um, and then Big E being the guy who had the look to essentially be the guy to break out, and then yeah, we're getting Kofi as that. Here's what I don't want to happen: I don't want them to break them up. I think that what we got with this match is that we can we see that all three of these guys can perform individually. So I see that. There's no reason why these three guys cannot or can go and have singles matches while still being a positive influence yeah, well, and being that 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 faction. Like How many times? Yeah, the, you know the, exactly. Um, of course, we never saw the Shield have. Oh, we, we did. No, we didn't have the tag team champions in the in the world and the heavyweight championship at one time. No, so this could US be the first that. time we've seen that in a long time. Um, given what we may see in the next couple months with Kofi and obviously the New Day being always in the picture for the tag team championships. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with it. I hope that this opens them up to allowing them to have their individual runs. There's no reason why Big E or Xavier couldn't go on and face our truth for the U.S. title. No oh, reason. Absolutely. If our truth can have a title, then there's no reason why those other guys cannot have a title. Exactly. You know. Uh, but you mentioned Randy Orton. When it, oh, dude, Randy is like a a masterful, just psychotic genius. The he way really he does is. everything. There's a reason he's the Viper. He literally will just slither in the grass, and boom, you're done. Uh, but I do like the way that the match went, you know, uh, Samoa Joe getting out of there, then Jeff Hardy, uh, and then AJ Styles and Randy Orton. That, if this leads to anything, I hope this leads to a feud and storyline between, between AJ and Randy Orton. Uh, we've seen Randy versus Jeff for so long now. Uh, we, I think we're done seeing AJ versus Daniel for a while. I think him versus Randy in a feud, just a, just a regular storyline, no title on it, just... Who's the best on the roster? 
because AJ's been the best for the last couple of years. And before that, it was, wasn't even an argument that Randy Orton was probably at the top of his game at that point before that also. Um, so I'm interested to see what they do there. That, you know, that was um, great the way they went. Kofi gained his due. Daniel Bryan retained the title. Um, now on to the first ever women's tag team elimination chamber for to become the inaugural WWE tag team champions for the women. Um, obviously, we got the Iconics. We had Naomi and Carmella. Uh, the Riot Squad, Tamina Naya, Fire and Desire, and the Boston Hug Connection. Um, fantastic match. Uh, this is probably the one match on the entire card where I wasn't happy with the outcome of the winners. Uh, and not because Mandy and Sonya were in, in the final two. It could have been – to me, obviously, I thought that Tamina and Nia were going to win that. And I would have been I think that was all three of us too. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, and my thoughts are on – you know, I'm gonna, I'll start this one off first. My thoughts are obviously Sasha and, and Bailey do deserve a tag team. Obviously, it's Sasha and Bailey. Um, they're, they're always held at the top of the women's roster just because that's who they are. Um, however, I felt that a heel fact, a heel team should have won the, the EC for the belt. Um, because then it leads up to the next two months to have that feud and storyline for Bailey and Sasha to have that WrestleMania moment, uh, and win the tag team belts. Um, what better way could it be to have Bailey and Sasha win the tag team belts? Becky win the the women's championship. Um, Sasha or Charlotte probably could win the women's championship if storylines go the right way, and she gets inserted against Mandy Rose for the title at WrestleMania. Um, yes, I said Mandy Rose because she's yep. going to win that belt from Oscar. Um, <laughs> uh, that's going to be a squash match. I'm sorry, Mandy. Um, <laughs> But no, I, I felt that, that Tamina and and, uh, and Nia should have won the belt just to have that heel win it until WrestleMania. Vader, um, thoughts? I, I also agree. I mean, we all we we all picked Tamina and uh, uh, Tamina and Nia Jax. Even though I did, I do recall, and I'm not saying I was going to pick anyways, but I do recall when we were thinking about the matches uh, before the cast actually started. It's like they sh- they're going to give it the Boston hug only because of the fact that almost they push it at the beginning, then then she gets injured, so it gives her that that gives them that uh that Rocky Balboa like oh my gosh they pull it out they run the gauntlet they win the championship yada yada yada. It was cool that it didn't end up as uh, Nia Jackson Tamina losing the last. I- I'm glad they didn't make it to the final two, and I'm glad they gave it to Mandy and Sonya because Sonya and Mandy are the future. Uh, of the t- of the women's division, they're they're still, in a sense, and they're tr- not training, but they're still new to it. You know, they're, they they've been doing I think about a year now, uh, and Mandy's getting better. Year, yeah, yeah Mandy's getting better each match. I mean, her freaking knee strikes are some of the best. Um, I dude, props to freaking Nia Jax. As I was saying, she threw herself through that freaking chamber. I mean that was that was a serious pop, man, and it, it, it kind of leads up to the fact that they technically really didn't lose together because she was incapacitated while Tamina gets jumped. So it does set up the fact that you know they are they're going to have this rivalry through WrestleMania. I think all the women did a phenomenal job in in the actual match itself. 
Uh, Iconics did the comedy relief perfect. Uh, the whole like locking themselves in the chamber and stuff. You know what? Uh, like every time I see them come out, I am I just more and more appalled by Billy Kay. I just she's not good. She's horrible on the mic. Her the way she talks in the ring. I love Peyton Royce. I think oh, that yes. Peyton Royce needs to go on her own just because I know what you're going to say. Go And you go ahead. Make go a ahead. comment. Say it. No, you no, go for it. Just keep no, no, going. No, no. Your comment, man. We know go you on. want to say it. Oh, yeah. Peyton Royce is phenomenal. I, I, I'm i having a senior moment, though, when it comes to Billy Kay. She's the modern uh, whatever her name was. Jillian Long or whatever. Exactly. Horrible. That's what we that's what we Garbage. want. Knew, That's we knew you were going to say it. So we had to give it your moment because we know you're going to be The senior moment came in, so it needed a second to get rolling. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's yeah. I'm just every time she comes out, I'm like, just go away. Mm-hmm. Go. Go back to yeah. NXT on your own. Please. Yeah, can we just keep hating here, please. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, all the all the women did a great job, though, when it comes mm-hmm. down to it. I was very entertained. Uh, they did, I think they definitely earned. I think they earned the main event status for that match, and uh, and I was very, I was ha- uh, I wasn't happy with the outcome, but I was very happy with if you want to call it the outcome, like like the yeah. the overall product was it was great. It was it was yeah. It was, I remember the decision, but the outcome of the product absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Mind freak. Any last thoughts on on elimination chamber? No. Oh, Ken said. <laughs> All right, so seven we, love, we love you, Mind Freak. We love you, buddy. You know that. I right? know. Yeah. I know. Seven I know. matches. Uh, we had a tie for first place. We had a loser, uh, which is and it was me. You know, by one point though. One point. One point's one point. It but is. when you're already when you're already down by like five, it's just that's. Uh, I, I was on now. No, I was never by five. Ken was down by five. At the Royal Rumble, because I'm pretty yeah. sure I won by like ten points, but well, I'm, because well, yeah, yeah, because of the extra point, yeah. Um, but uh, anyways, because you weren't here last week, you were on assignment. Vader filled your shoes to copy everything I had to say, literally <laughs> everything yes. I had to say. Yay! Lucky for him, it paid off because we tied for first place, which is beneficial to him because he lost Royal Rumble. Uh, So he made a small step towards coming back in a second. Um, But I'm still beating him. You (laughs) are. are. Considering I was mentioning my picks first a lot of the times. Wow. All right. (laughs) Actually, we don't. You didn't. We can go back and listen if you want to. No, yeah. No. I went back and listened to it. I I listened to it. I listened to it. I listened to it after it was posted. You did not pick first every time. Not every time, but I did pick, man, uh, first at least half. I think we went back and forth, and I did show my list to show that it was circled off. I'm sure our (laughs) You know what? You know what, Ken? You want to know what? You just made the list! <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, anyways, anyways. He's no longer Saxon. He's David Otunga, who's no longer going to be on TV. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, dude, pretty soon you're wow. going to go to the pre-show, dude. You're going to go to the pre-show. I'm about to call you Sam Roberts in a moment. What? I'm just joking. I'm sorry, buddy. Lord Alfred Hayes. 
<laughs> Anyways, four three won the won the card, which was a great card on my thoughts. You guys weren't too thrilled about it. You guys were entertained, so that's all that matters when the WWE comes down to it. We're royal. The road to WrestleMania has been paved. It's been driven, and I think we're getting a great product, and which well, leads to what we got SmackDown <laughs> and Raw this week. Um, wow, we got, got a couple call uh, call ups. Um, we had a shocking victory to close out um, SmackDown this week. Yeah, um, yeah there was just the call outs. We had some NXT surprises. Um, the the big four of NXT essentially the, the yeah. guys so we had excluding we, one excluding one excluding oh, well. one there's well, this okay. yeah well, yeah well Adam Cole baby oh no man no dude no, we're gonna get we're gonna get we're gonna get to that I know who you're talking about because there's a there's some big news about him we will talk oh, about yeah. in a moment um but we got Ricochet yeah. Uh, Alistair Black and got the North American champion, Johnny Wrestling, and we got the NXT champion. Dude, the purge. Tommaso Ciampa, uh, which I thought was fantastic. Here's what's great about it. They had matches on both cards, right? Yes. And they won all their matches on both cards. And they were they were great matches. Yeah, they were. With the exception of maybe Alistair Black's match against Eric Young, which you I like Ricochet, Eric Young. You mean Ricochet against Eric oh, Young? Oh, it, it was Ricochet, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Ricochet against Eric Young. Alistair was against Andrade. That's yes. what it was. My mistake. I apologize. Um, yeah, I mean, Ricochet was fantastic. I, oh, I yeah, yeah. Eric Young not being that great, but Ricochet is Ricochet. Obviously, I'm Ricochet's my boy. I'm oh, my, same I'm here. Same here. Um, but what do you? Here's my, my question to you guys. We have been promote. They've been promoting. We huh, the WWE has been promoting the call ups for about two and a half months now. And last this week, we get four more call ups to the main roster, and we still haven't seen the original call ups no. in any matches yet, with the exception of EC3. No, Lacey Evans did put a match or two in. Okay, Nikki. Yeah, and she was in the Royal Rumble. And, and, and uh, Heavy Machinery put a match or two in. Two, well, yeah. Heavy Machinery and Lacey Evans, I believe, are, are now together. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I don't know. No, I hope not, dude. I hope yeah, not. I mean, That's they, only Heavy Machinery. The three of them came out, or the two of them, uh, Heavy Machinery came out, and then Lacey Evans came out, and they did their – we even – oh, here's what was annoying. Lacey Evans came out both nights, and it was just he like got, a walk down the ramp. The you know War Machine did they were bushwhacking up and down the dam's ramp on Monday night. Heavy machinery. Uh, uh but yeah, that's a, a heavy, you know it's uh I don't know the fact that they're that they got more matches in two nights than the other than the rest of them have out on the main card is kind of crazy to me, but it's fantastic because they're the ones we want to see without a doubt. Now, first um, of all, did we even see this coming? There was no, no notes. There was nothing about it. I, I I remember when I first heard them announce it and then first saw, uh, I think, Ricochet came out first. Uh, dude, Purge. Holy crap. NXT, there's something going on with them right now that they're bringing their big dogs up. Two of them have championships currently. Uh, and, 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 and Talk about it. Uh, but, yeah, it, it was it – was, 
to me, it was like, holy crap, what just happened there? Because that's the first time I've seen them do that. It's not that we've never seen them bring people up, especially around Royal Rumble and stuff like that, but to bring up two of them that are holding belts. That was uh, the, main belt. the, the main yeah. belt. Uh, yeah. here's, and here's this leads me into my next question or my next statement, because to start this or during the show, after the, the Hall of Fame announcement, we got another promo. And it was with Sasha and Bailey. And they made a comment that we already knew. Obviously, one belt, they're going to defend it on both brands. But that's not the announcement we got. All we brands. got the announcement. They're going to on all three brands, which yeah. followed up the statement from Triple H when he was announcing DX getting into the Hall of Fame induction mm-hmm. that because he had to say it twice because he did screw up on the mic because Raw on Live TV had to correct it, that he was – he's basically – in charge of the third brand of WWE, not the developmental brand, not mm-hmm. the up and comer brand, not the minor leagues, the third brand. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we get Sasha and Bailey saying they're going to defend the titles on all three brands. Well, I, I think then, that's they show up on all three brands. I don't think saying defending all of them, but she said that it would well, definitely be going to all three brands. I, I get what you're saying. They're not going to go to NXT just to have a one-off singles match for no titles. I mean... Well, um, they, yeah, they are Bailey and Sasha. They are NXT darlings. They're, they're, they they are for lifers there. So they, we get those two comments from both promos, and then we get two NXT champions on the main roster. Do you think we're leading to a way where we are actually going to see three basically top quality brands head to head to head, no longer a developmental versus two brands, but all three brands are going to be holding on their own and we're going to see belts being defended in all aspects. Given if that's the case, I hope that we lose some titles or something happens. Uh, But what are your guys' thoughts on the titles being defended across the board now? If NXT, if in, in, do it does in fact become a third lone standing brand, even more so than it already is. Well, so go for it, my free. So with that, with that, because um, when you think of NXT, essentially NXT is its own brand, but it does have two brands. You have NXT and an NXT UK. So that brings up the question. How do do the NXT UK titles? Are they able to cross over, or is that just strictly just going to stay in the UK? So that's something else that we'd have to take into consideration. But the, the think- fact, but the, the fact that you know the fact that you have Sasha and Bailey saying, you know, we'll defend it on any three brands. So yeah, so essentially that's and with going uh, going alongside with what Triple H said, NXT is the third brand. It's like, are we going to have three brands? Well, we already have three brands. But are we still going to have the two on TV, one on um, on the network, or like what's going to happen with that? All in all, with defending it on on like any, essentially, if you defend any title on any of the different brands, whether it be you know the women's tag team, or even going over to like the Universal, well, not necessarily Universal, you just get rid of that. Um, but keep the WWE Championship, and then have like the Intercontinental you know, United States Championship. Essentially, then is like then what's the point of having a Raw and a SmackDown if you're going to interlock titles? You know what I mean. So, to me, what I think is going to happen is what we've talked about now for a good part of last year is the fact that with the Fox deal and our producer mentioned this in the uh, chat room. So, if you're not watching this live, you're missing a good chat room here going on. Uh, you know, with the Fox deal in play, 
there's going to be some shifting. Now, we've always said that NXT needs to have the extra time because they have too much talent that's not getting enough uh, 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 television time. So this is their opportunity. I think this is where we are going to see NXT expanded. Um, and the re- and I think the good thing about them being able to start blending in the titles uh, into all the shows and defending is because you have the fourth brand that is probably not going to be there any much longer, and that's going to be 205 Live. We've already seen a couple guys get shifted off the show. So now I think what this is going to do is this is going to allow – NXT to almost be, I don't want to say a cruiserweight division or anything. They are a main brand, but they are going to be able to allow the 205 group because when you look at the NXT roster as a whole, there's not too many big heavy hitters like big guys now since they've now gotten heavy machinery out of there. Uh, they've gotten uh, EC3. Your, your big guys are now main roster for the most part. So 205 is probably going to get dissolved. NXT UK is going to stay separate. And I think the reason why they're going to do that is because the Triple H is, is hell-bent on expanding WWE influence to a way that it's just not them going out there once a year for a cool show and selling out the house for a weekend or something like that. They want to sell out every week at a venue branch out kind of like how NXT has been doing and develop it to where they now have uh, they're getting influx of super talent from Europe and Japan and everything farming through NXT the way they've been doing it now for the last uh, seven or eight years uh, locally and getting guys like Ricochet and whatnot through. Yeah. And I, I agree with a lot of that. Um, I think that we're with the Fox deal that's going to go into effect in about eight months. Um, we're going to see a lot of things changing and blending of the brands. I don't think we're going to get rid of 205 yet. I don't think NXT is disappearing. Uh, I think we're going to get more exposure. Um, here's the thing. You know, two weeks ago, the executive from Fox said that they came out and said they're going, they're planning on having more than, than SmackDown on, on Fox. So there's going to be more t- programming Offered from the WWE on on primetime TV. Well, whether it's primetime or just off show, whatever it may be, middle of the day or whatever, mid late night, who knows? But if they're going to do that, give more time than just SmackDown, the, and, and who knows? We could be. We still haven't got a clarification on whether we're going to get three hours of SmackDown or not, which we easily yeah. can. And if that's the case, then you know we're we're going to need these guys to go across brands and really build up and. And for the WWE, having more guys, especially NXT roster on Fox, is going to draw more attention for pay-per-view or uh, network buys. And that's where it comes down to key for them because then they're going to get more subscriptions because people will tune into the actual NXT shows and the other shows, 205, WWE, or, uh, UK, NXT, whatever it may be. But it's going to bring more attention to what's going on on the network. Yeah. And, and everyone that's watching on the net on USA – already knows that's there but on prime time we're gonna they're gonna get so many more people watching that haven't been watching because they either they don't have premium cable or don't have usa or they just happen to be tuning in like oh hey the wwe's on on fox now let me watch that oh you know obviously you know whatever happens we'll see but i think that's just to get more cross brand and more attention to the network for the wwe but to also get more talent on fox for the network as well 
Okay, now let me ask, let me throw this in here really quick because now I know UFC, but I don't watch UFC. So I know what UFC is all about and everything, but I'm not the kind of guy who, who gets the, the match every month and stuff. I do know, though, that Fox has a crap load of UFC or mixed martial arts shows that are going on there. At least that's what it feels like because no, it seems they, like they lost. They don't long. They no longer have the contract with UFC, which is what opened up the multi-billion-dollar deal for WWE to essentially take that place. Okay, so let, so then let me ask you this: When they did have it, uh, you guys both watch UFC matches, correct? You get the pay-per-views and everything. Not every small? time, but occasionally, yeah. Okay, how did you guys feel about seeing Friday night UFC or Monday night UFC or whatever nights they were on there? I think they were on multiple times at weird times and stuff. Did you guys even watch that, or did Absolutely. it? Did it? Did it? Was it good? It was. So you, there was there was a time where Friday night fight night was better than some of the actual uh, UFC cards. Absolutely. The amount okay. of talent that was being brought up was talent that wasn't really getting the opportunity on the main roster, on the main card, or they were, you know, just more streamlined, just fighting matches. And you got to see more fighting rather than pageantry or the pre. They would always, they do the pre-show before the UFC card goes live. Um, and uh, yeah, those ones I do watch and I used to watch them all the time. And one reason being, if I'm not going to get the pay-per-view that, and one, I've had friends that have re- are fought on those pre-show and Friday night cards. So it's like, if I don't have to pay the card and I can watch it for free, why the hell am I not going to tune in the Fox? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I get nervous because since I have lived through many errors of this and everything now, you know, we know. Uh, yeah, we exactly. Know. You, get, you get the Sunday night heat, you get the Saturday night main event, which at the time when it, when it first started, that was actually very popular to show up once every three months on NBC at 1230 at night. Um, it must to change the dial to put the channel on. Oh yeah. It was rough, man. Um, but you had all these random ass WWE shows that were just the drug matches. Like, they were horrible. And that's what I'm hoping that doesn't turn into. That's why I, I, when they announced you know, the Fox deal and then they then they said uh, recently that they're going to have more than one show on there, I, I don't want them to – I mean, I, I don't want them to lose the quality of product that they have right now. Agreed. That's and we're not, when, yeah. when we see, like, there's going to be an additional show, I can see maybe, like, we get you know, we get you we get NXT UK we get NXT we get 205 and they're only hour long shows so when I say I think that we're gonna get additional I think you know maybe like an 11 o'clock hour Fox last time I checked Fox doesn't have any like late night shows right like talk shows I don't think so I don't think so so what would put you know be wrong with putting on like an 11 o'clock hour one hour show showcasing NXT or UK or 205 or a mixture of the three um, women's wrestling. Who knows? You know, uh, I think that 11 o'clock hour, cause on Fox, usually the, the primetime shows are from like eight to 10. And then there's maybe, something on top of that. Maybe the women get, do get their own show through Fox. Maybe. maybe. I mean, Hey, it would yeah. be smart to put on a show on Friday nights, maybe to come back with wow. Women are wrestling who just so you guys know, throw it in there. We got a new wow. Women's champion in the name of, Tessa Blanchard, which sucks because that means that Santana Garrett is no longer the well women's champion. Um, but anyways, I digress and I come back. Uh, so we have the four call-ups. Um, before we get to the, the 
what happened tonight. So if you guys are listening to the show, um, I do apologize. There will be a spoiler in a moment. Spoiler alert. Uh, by spoiler the time you're listening everywhere nationwide, worldwide for your listening pleasure, this will be old news. And you won't, if you haven't watched it, then it's your own damn fault. Same as people get pissed off when they find out the, the ending of a movie that came out five years ago. That's your own fault for waiting that long. Um, these guys, do you think this was just a regular call up for a, a week? Or do you think we're going to see them more consistently on the main roster? I think we're going to start seeing more consistently on the main roster. I agree because they need that NXT influence. NXT, out of all the brands, consistently has quality matches. The fans are behind it. People can't say enough about whoever you see on that show. They need to have that on Raw and SmackDown because right now they're hurting. I they agree. really are. I think that not only is this going to going to be more consistent, I think this is to help build value in the product of NXT because you can also now with these feuds, obviously if Ciampa has a title and he's messing around and having feuds with somebody on the main roster, it also helps bring them to NXT to come after and have a match with Tommaso Ciampa. So it's bringing even main card talent to the main or to NXT roster, where this is where we talked about in the past. It's if it, you need to, if you're going to have this NXT brand become a mainstay brand and not a developmental brand, you need to have other big talent crossing paths and going back and forth and going to NXT so that it's not coming across as a demotion of talent or you know performance, but as hey, you're being drafted to Raw, you've been drafted to SmackDown, and you've been drafted to NXT. You know, I think that's the route that needs to go. So that's why I think we believe that this needs to be more consistent on the main roster. Which, if they're going to be on the main roster, and we talked about titles being defended on all brands, well, one of those titles we won't have to worry about being defended on the <laughs> because Johnny Gargano, the North American champion, is no longer the North American champion. Because of the fifth guy who did not get called up this week. Go ahead and take it. Velveteen Dream, baby. Velveteen is getting the belt that he couldn't get from Ricochet or Adam Cole. He finally got from Johnny Wrestling. Wow. And, and, And for you guys who haven't seen the match yet, regardless if we're spoiling this for you, go watch the damn match. That match was a great match all the way through to the very end. Johnny Gargano, uh, you can't say enough about the guy. Regardless if he loses his belt on his first title defense, the guy still puts a quality match together. And what you you can say about Velveteen Dream, that guy's been needing a championship around his waist for the last seven months. And he's come oh so close every time. And when he, he, he won that belt, Man, that stadium, NXT Stadium, popped like it was freaking WrestleMania, man. Uh, it was a phenomenal match. It was great. The, the undercard for the matches were actually really good tonight on NXT. Uh, my kid was kind of upset, though. He doesn't like Velveteen Dream. He was going for Johnny Gargano. So, sick boy watches his boy lose the championship. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm glad to see Velveteen get a title. Mm-hmm. Um Maybe this is them saying, hey, we're going to give you a title and I'll shut up and quit trying to come to the main roster. Or maybe it's just giving him the title so he can come to the main roster. Who knows? <laughs> um, fantastic. Great seeing all four of those guys come up and do well in the main roster, especially DIY getting the win over not only the bar, 
but the WWE Raw Tag Team Champions. Yeah, your favorite revival. tag team, right, Bearded Master, dude? Oh, man, so DIY taking the titles? Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. I mean, technically, they, they are now owed a championship match. They did pin and win the champions. They do get a tag team. Speaking yeah, and they, of... And they, and they pinned the, one of the top teams in the bar. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of SmackDown and pinning the champion. Oh, we had, oh, oh. We wait, had, wait, wait. Do tell. Right. Do tell. Do tell. We had a victory. For, no, even bigger than the victory, we actually had an appearance from the SmackDown Women's Champion. Who we haven't seen since Royal Rumble, and she which made is that still five, which is still five more times than we've seen than freaking Brock Lesnar. It, that that is true. <laughs> uh, so not only that, she makes her comments, calls out the fan, or the the roster, talks about Becky Lynch, and says nobody's ready for Oscar. And lo and behold, God's greatest creation, the Mandy Rose herself, came out. With Sonya Deville by her side and challenged her to a match. And Manny Rose pinned, clean pin in the a middle of the ring. And beat one, two, three, the SmackDown Women's Champion, Asuka. Who's ready for Asuka? Mandy is damn right. And it was a great match. I, I I liked it. That was probably Mandy Rose's best individual performance to date. And I'm telling you, man, it, it's amazing her striking skills. Her ever since she's been with Sonya Deville, man, that knee strike is getting freaking pretty vicious, man. It is it is an awesome knee strike. She she has definitely got the timing of that thing down. Absolutely. Yep. Um, I think it was great. I don't know where this is gonna go. Are, are we going to see Mandy get that title match? Which she should because she did beat the champion. Um, will she win the title? Probably not. I do think that she eventually will be champion. Um, oh, yeah. Who knows? Because obviously Mandy versus Asuka at WrestleMania doesn't sell. Um, no, Mandy, Mandy versus Asuka at Fastlane does kind of sell. It does. I mean – that could be the third match on the card for Fastlane, considering we have a SmackDown Tag Team Championship match with The Miz and, and Shane McMahon and, uh, versus The Usos. And then we also have our uh, WWE Championship match. Daniel Bryan defend his title. Right, uh, the new. The new Daniel Bryan, my bad. Defend his title against the man who deserves it, Kofi Kingston. So, um, look, that's great to look forward to. Um, great week of wrestling, I personally think, uh, between the call-ups and the shows that we got on, on Monday and Tuesday. And I thought a great match on Elimination Chamber. Um, Vader, Mind Freak, final, any final thoughts? Um, my final thought was one of the other matches I wanted to call out. Yeah, go on. From Raw was uh, Ricochet teaming up with Finn Balor. That match was just that was an impressive match, because because I mean we we talk about Finn, you know how amazing Finn is. We talk about how awesome Ricochet is, and how you know most of us have been a fan of Ricochet's. Uh, but the fact to see those two to uh, team up against Lashley and Leo Rush, like that to me that that match was phenomenal. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. 
Yeah, I did too. I thought it was a great match. Um, Ricochet, obviously, anytime he's in a match, is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Anytime you see Finn Balor in a match, is great. Um, the fact that the chemistry the two of them have uh, is amazing. And they have that New Japan background. Mm-hmm. Um, so their chemistry, see what they can do. Um, I would not mind seeing Balor and Ricochet team up. If we're not going to get the club or anything like that teaming up anytime soon, I'm cool with seeing Balor have a partner a, a, as talented and as high level as Ricochet. And that's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, my two cents on the uh, I, I'm just excited for NXT out of all of us here you know I've always I, I unfortunately didn't jump on this thing when it first came out so I missed the years of having Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns going through but I've been I've been watching this now consistently for three years and it's 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 exciting to see the the roster that they have right now getting the push that they have it was great to see these guys um uh, like get their get their calling, and it's very interesting to see how they're doing it. And and I'm just gonna throw this out there. Kudos to uh, to Triple H. Uh, yep. You know, they, I think I think the NXT call ups this week and Triple H and everything. I think this is where you're starting to see the change of the guard. I think this is this is Vince McMahon's probably slow but surely exit out of here. I think this was the first sign of it that's gonna happen because. NXT has done exactly what Triple H and the Dream uh, expanded it to, or expected it to do, and Triple H has been able to make it that much better after the fact. Uh, well, not that, only that too, you have XFL stuff coming out too. Yeah, I, whatever. Um, well, I am just, I'm just saying to go on with what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. And then the other thing is too is that they did announce on NXT too that they're going to be bringing back the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, yep. and they've already announced half the roster. The other half's going to start qualifying next week. So there's a lot of good things happening for T- NXT and for Triple H. And kudos to everybody, even if they didn't get called up, man. Every person at NXT roster you can tell actually gives a crap about each other and, and get and brings out the best in every match. So kudos to NXT. Absolutely agree, one hundred percent. Yep. So I, I did. I did get that little thing there. Um, I, I guess we're time. I think we we we've said our piece. And uh, unless you, uh, Marty, you got any last minute uh, things on uh, this last week? No, I think I'm good. I think we got got a lot covered tonight. Great show. Great comments. Yeah. Topics. Um, looking forward to not only what's it, what the outcome is from this last three days of wrestling, but what we're going to see on the the remaining stretch to the WrestleMania. I appreciate you guys picking up the slack because my Atari 2600 was not starting on time for me. I had to blow the cartridge a little bit harder, apparently. So uh, thank you very much, guys. And and, and thank you. First time. <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, Malice Corp, for uh, letting us do this show tonight. Uh, we really appreciate you guys. Once again, check them out, Malice-Corp. Uh, they, they have their cast, their main cast Friday night at 8 PM Pacific standard time on Twitch, uh, where you're seeing us now, please check us out on all of our other podcasts that you can find on YouTube and whatnot. You can find it on, you can hear us on Spotify. You can hear us on iTunes. Of course, you can always go to the website, malice corp and watch the shows there. Uh, mind freak other than what they see right there. I think it's on my, this shoulder here. Where else could they follow you, sir? You think after a year you would know where it's exactly. at? Exactly, but... it's it's more like right here. I don't know if you know this, but we're almost we're almost about a month away from our one year anniversary, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah we are. Man. It's been quite a pleasure. It's been quite a pleasure. Yes, sir. Yeah. So where can we find you? By the way, dude, I just saw. Did you just do that, dude? My my, my freak just did that, bro. Come on, man. What? 
high quality show. I saw that on the replay, man. You were what doing this way? whole thing. Uh -huh, yeah. See? See it? You see what I'm seeing, Marty? Come on, grow up, dude. All right, my freak. Where can we find you, bro? <laughs> Um, other than right next to my shoulder, um, follow me right here on Twitch at Twitch. You can find you right next to your shoulder. <laughs> I didn't know you having like an out of body experience there, bro. He's got the devil right next to him. <laughs> I, I apologize. Sister Abigail is near. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, anyways, where anyway, should we go? Yeah. Anyway, you can follow me or right can here we avoid on Twitch. Twitch.tv/slash/btvmindfreak. Yeah. Uh, a lot of gaming action. Um, different streams like that. Regular stream schedules are Tuesdays and Wednesdays, guys. Right here on Twitch, so check it out. Uh, with Apex Legend Anthem coming up this week. So cool. That's Mark, you can follow me, Bearded Master. Where can we follow you, sir? You can find me on the social media outlets of Instagram and Twitter at a Bearded Master. Um, as well as my wrestling page of Boot to the Face. Boot, the number two, the face. Um, on, on Twitter, just come on in, hit us up, talk about wrestling. Let's have a good time. And, of course, you can follow me, Masonic Vader, on that thing they call Twitter. Uh, I'm Masonic Vader. And, of course, Masonic Vader 71 on PlayStation Network. And, of course, like I always like to mention, please follow us, like us, share our, our, our cast, tell your friends about us. Uh, we appreciate all of our new fans we're getting on Twitter and on Instagram, uh, but we definitely want to see you guys enjoying our show and putting comments in there. So please feel free to do that. Let us know what we're doing wrong or doing right and tell me how much of an old man I am. Uh, and, and can somebody who's, who's you guys have been checking out, somebody please just get a, just like a snippet shot of a Vader here with the two words and tweeted at uh, Road Dog Jesse James, you know? Cause, cause, I think so. I, I think know, so too. That's actually a good idea. Yeah, hashtag that because then we could say we had a special guest on. We had the road dog, <laughs> Jesse James. Oh, you didn't know? Um, yeah, on our show. Good time. Uh, thank you guys so much. And of course, like we always do, we always finish this show with the one, two, three. <laughs> good night, guys. <laughs>